0: Be a pro with AC Pro.
1: Oakland A's baseball is just an hour away. That swung on it. Hit the left
2: center and hit well. Benintendi going back. At the track, turning around. He'll look and watch
0: it fly. The skies went to center. Back is Buxton. Takes a look. Up it goes and gone!
1: It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's total access free game show presented by Chevron follow the A's 24 7 on A's cast your home for nonstop A's baseball A's total access with Chris Townsend starts now.
3: It's time for a little Friday night baseball here on A's cast and the A's radio network up in the Pacific Northwest. It's the athletics it's the Mariners James Caprillion up against Marco Gonzalez Vince Catronio joins us from T-Mobile Vince how are you.
0: It's gorgeous here tonight Tony you should be here not a cloud in the sky very comfortable temperatures they've got fireworks after the games I would imagine they'll have a raucous crowd and should be a good night for baseball.
3: You know, when it's beautiful up there, Seattle really is tough to beat.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of the special places. It's a great walking around town, although, as we know, a lot of downtowns have changed since the pandemic, and uh, Seattle is in that category. But they're trying to work their way back like everybody else is around the United States. Uh, It is a great place when the sun is shining to get out down by the water and just uh, enjoy all that the Pacific Northwest has to offer.
3: I don't trust Commander Cody all the time <laughs> but he's trying to sell me that Marco Gonzalez has not lost to the A's since 2019 he's four and o, five and zero since that time is that true
0: well look he's nine and three lifetime against the ace too, town I mean when when Commander Cody says something usually you can take it to the bank and he's tough I mean, he's not he's never been overpowering he works both sides of the plate comes inside with the sinker has that good change up away occasionally you'll see the cutter. He's just a veteran that has uh, the one thing that you want to see from James Caprillion and that is command. He's had very good command uh, you know over the years and he's done a good job of that and for James Caprillion in my opinion to, to come back to the to the Caprillion that we saw last year that was just a you know a hard nosed young guy really a strong competitor which he still is. He's got to command the ba- the baseball better and it's got to start with the fastball. I think he's got it in him. And you sure like that to, to start tonight against Seattle? It'll be a big, big lift for the A's rotation.
3: Well, as Mark Kotsay told us on the Mark Kotsay Show, he's happy that the offense is scoring some runs—29 runs—the last six games—and out-hit the Yankees in that series. Yeah, they did. I mean,
0: the A's put the, the bat on the ball; they created some opportunities. But it's also a case, Towney, of still taking that next step. The, a couple of games against the Yankees, they scored you know multiple runs in an inning which had been hard to come by there for a good stretch of of the season and yet that was it they were shut down the rest of the the rest of the game you've got to find a way to continue to add on and they've they've done that sporadically they need to do a better job of that you know it's fun watching Nick Allen kind of uh, grow before our very eyes ever since he's come back to the big leagues he's reached base in every game be a hit or a walk I think that's encouraging I mean, Seth Brown with the toe tap he's much more comfortable at the plate you want to see that kind of continue to build so there are some things that are happening for the A's that you're that you're hopeful that can continue in Ramon Laureano with two bolts to right field going the other way last night in this ballpark even though it's a, it was a little warmer I think it just that's a big big lift also for the offense.
3: Yeah, I, I, you know, for the Mariners, I, I don't think there's much of a future for this Julio Rodriguez kid. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: I, I don't know why they brought him up. He's oh. too young to be playing up here. He's only 21. What's he doing in the big leagues? He's what, you know, they thought Jared Kelnick was going to be as well. They thought they were going to be in tandem. And Kelnick was, you know, he was given the same opportunity that Rodriguez is given this year. And as we know, Kelnick last year up and down really struggled. He did finish decently last year for them as they made their— their run toward the postseason which fell just short got out to a very slow start again this year he's playing at Tacoma and in fact he was the he was the subject of a you know pretty impressive uh, enlightening article uh, playing for the Tacoma club today in the local Seattle paper but Julio Rodriguez is special he runs you know from gap to gap he's got power to dead center field he's got a, an electric smile on his face he's a big strong kid he has mastered the English language on his own he's got a chance to really be another star here. Uh, with an organization that had guys like Ken Griffey Jr. and Alex Rodriguez. He's, for me, he's the next he's the next one in line. That says an awful lot for the talents that we've seen face-to-face.
3: Yeah, when he rounded first base after the home run and he had that big smile and he was pointing out to center field as he was going to second base and went, oh, yeah, this kid's a star. He's yeah, got the look. He's got the talent. This kid just oozes star. Great stuff. Have a good call, and we'll talk to you on Sunday. Sounds great, Tony. Vince Catronio up next. It's the president of your Oakland Athletics, Dave Cavill, right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron.
4: Coming in at 5'3", it's number one mom. She switched to Xfinity and got the all-new 3-for-1 bundle, unlimited internet, streaming, and Xfinity Mobile, all for what you could pay wireless companies for just one 5G unlimited line. Boom shakalaka. Go to Xfinity.com slash one. call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store today. Limited time offer, restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires post-bay Xfinity internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply to
5: all services and devices. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor
4: directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com for all your building needs. Ashby Lumber.
6: Hey, Ace fans, we've got a great deal for you. Get four tickets and parking for all Friday night games starting at just $39. Pick from great matchups, post-game fireworks, and drone shows, giveaways, and more. Outside
2: corner, ring him up. And Eaton can't believe it.
6: Grab the crew and head to the Coliseum with friends and family any Friday night this season. For tickets and parking, starting at just $39 for the whole group. Tickets are available at athletics.com. That's athletics.com. August 6th is International Trading Card Day, and Topps wants to celebrate with you. Visit your participating local hobby shop where well, you will receive a free pack of cards, plus a special card if you purchase $10 or more of TOPS products while supplies last. Post your packs on social media using the hashtag TOPSITCD and follow along with TOPS. Visit TOPS.com for more information.
7: This is
3: A's Total Access the a's got the win with the BCDC vote dave cavill joined us the president of the oakland athletics on a's cast live and we talked about the next big vote the next big vote with city council
8: well hopefully soon hopefully we navigate this uh, july 5th situation and they they don't actually do this uh advisory measure we cannot have no more advisory measures no we need to have Definitive binding votes. We're five years in. The time for advisory things is passed. It's time to vote on the project. We're very close. And hopefully there's enough political will to schedule the vote before Mayor Schaaf leaves office and to get it in front of the city council and hopefully get a yes.
3: So what exactly has to happen so that we don't have this advisory deal going on in November or whenever it's going to go?
8: Well, we need to fend off the July 5th meeting. You know, we've been spending time with the different council members. Uh, I don't think they have enough votes to actually put it on the the ballot right now. Uh, They need five affirmative votes as city council members. And we've talked to the city council members and expressed, obviously, through the media too, that that is not a path for success on this project. We do not need more advisory measures. We need an actual binding vote. We're actually quite close. Let's not squander this incredible opportunity.
3: Yeah, no doubt about it. You want to hear binding. I mean, I, I was just talking about before you came on, we're all tired of hearing about meetings that lead to meetings that lead to- Yeah, we're know. done with that. We're yeah. done with that.
8: We just need a final binding vote of the city council. It would be the development agreement and community benefits agreement. It would be the economic deal. It's It creates vesting rights for the A's and our ability to develop the site. And it's incredibly powerful. It's It's the fulcrum, which this entire project is kind of like you know um you know holding on and so we need to do everything that we can to get that approval as soon as possible
3: so if we got everything rolling and and, and the timeline was going the exact way you wanted it and we get binding votes and we're all in this together and it's going to happen when do you think we could have a ballpark well it'll depend on the lawsuits
8: you know that's still a wild card because that The lawsuits may require some change, like they have to be adjudicated within 270 days, but they could throw some type of wrench into the approval. They could require something that we're not expecting or create a longer timeline. So if if we don't run into big problems with that, you know, I think we could realistically open by 2027. You know, that's what we would hope for. But, you know, the city would have to really play ball with us. We'd have to get these approvals. We'd have to fend off the lawsuits early next year. And we'd have to really get going on all these different things, which we really want to do, but we can't do unless you have a binding agreement.
3: You know, I talk about it all the time, whether it's on this show or the A's Clubhouse show where I'm taking the phone calls from the fans and I feel like it falls on deaf ears. But I kind of got backed up today by MLB Network where I talk all the time like, folks, the NBA left, the NFL left, like people should be up in arms. You can't lose Major League Baseball now. And I don't hear that many champions out there. And yet here on MLB Network today, they're saying the same thing. Like, what is Oakland thinking? And of course, they don't mention Alameda County, but What are we thinking by losing the NBA and the NFL and potentially losing Major League Baseball? This is nuts. Why does everybody else outside of our market think it's nuts, but here you just don't have enough people who are just disgusted by even the thought of it?
8: Well, we need to rally that support because I think you're right. People look at it in other communities and they say, this is incredible. How could you lose three teams in, you know, three or four years? And, you know, it's on the cusp of happening. You know, we we are the only team that's really fought to stay. You know, over the last five years, invested hundreds of millions of dollars and time and effort and all the approvals and hoops we've jumped through and and we're as close as we've ever been. But we need, and I think some of it is fatigue because it's been going on so long, 25 years, people are just kind of like resigned that it's never gonna happen. But it actually could happen, Tony. Like it could happen. Like we could get this thing approved between now and the end of the year. Now it's not set in stone we don't have a vote, it's definitely not getting approved. But, you know, we're as close as we ever were. If people could actually just say, hey, this is the moment to lean in, this would be the moment.
3: How can people influence the city council at this point?
8: Well, one, if you're an Oakland resident, you have to contact your city council member and stress that we need a real binding vote. And it's an election year, so they really pay attention. (laughs) Like it kind of matters. So I think we need to do what we can to, you know, put that political pressure. Our union partners have been an incredible ally. You know, we've done a tremendous amount, social media, we've had billboard signs, we've done a lot of things in Oakland. And then keep in mind, we also can actually put pressure on the supervisors at the county level. If you live in Alameda County, there are supervisors that are going to have a stay, too, because they have a vote. So people can contribute in a lot of different fashions to making this happen. And I know it's been a really long fight and it seems like, is it even going to happen? But like, I'm trying to really stress and you're doing a great job with this too, Tani. We are very close. And the, the actions we all take at this moment will determine if, if we stay in Oakland or not.
3: So if this is like a football game. It's fourth quarter. It's the end of the game. You're in the red zone how close are you to the goal line, punching it into the end zone?
8: You know, I think we're in the red zone, but we're not actually like first and goal. You know, it's like we're, we're close enough. We could score a touchdown from here, but we're not. We can't just like run it one yard in. Um, so we're very close. And, it, and it's like somebody asked me the other day to mix another metaphor with baseball. Like what base are we on in this thing? And it's like, <laughs> look, we're in scoring position. Runners are in scoring position. So if we just get an RBI hitter up, we're going to make this thing happen. And so it's on the cusp, but by the same token, it could go awry. Like, it's not guaranteed.
3: Ducks are on the pond, as they like to say.
8: Yes, I, I tweeted that out yesterday, right before the phone. Yeah.
3: God, so big. So big stuff coming up. We'll have part two with Dave Cavill coming up in just a little bit. But up next, we're talking about our favorite sponsor here on A's Cast, Last Dive Bar. You check out all their stuff, check it all out, lastdivebar.com.
9: Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services.
11: If you work remote, Staples has you covered.
10: A mid-mod desk chair to rejuvenate my ho-hum workspace.
11: Staples has you covered. A place to put my papers so I can be more productive.
10: A storage cabinet that I can roll out of the way
12: on weekends.
11: Staples has you covered with remote workspace solutions. And now get 25% off storage and filing products, chair mats, decor, and lighting with the purchase of an office chair or desk. Explore solutions for your remote workspace at Staples, the working and learning store, N72, in-store only.
1: A's cast is your destination for non-stop A's baseball. Outside corner, ring him up.
0: And Eaton can't believe it. Perfect pitch, right on the black. Breaky ball hit high in the air to the left. It's deep. Back on it is Eaton. At the track, at the wall, and
1: gone! This is A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron.
3: Brian Johansson is one of the owners of Last Dive Bar. They even have a shirt for me right now. Go to lastdivebar.com. He's a great fan. You see him on television all the time out in left field. He's wearing all the pins. He is uh, a super A's fan, a super guy, cares so much about the community. Here he is with Jessica Kleinschmidt.
12: Tell me about the philanthropic work that you guys are doing with the A's, the community fund, obviously the last dive bar. There's a lot that y'all have going on and giving back to the community.
11: Definitely. Before I get into that, though, I want to say thank you to you, Jess, because you didn't have to, but you did. You came down when uh, when my son was on the field. You saw us, and you came over there. You signed my son's hat. That was super awesome. Um, Amelia Schimmel, she also signed his hat, and you guys are up there with Jed Lowry, Ramon, Terry Steinbach just signed up my son's hat. So uh-huh. for you to come over, take the time out of your schedule and your day to do that and make that moment special for my son, that meant a lot
12: you know, okay, to well- me. You need to stop because I'm a little emotional right now. So just like, let's just keep this going, Brian. Get back to the community, Brian.
11: Get back to all the philanthropic work,
12: Brian. (laughs) Yes,
11: yes. Baseball's last eye bar. So basically, um, uh, Jack Nikas. he works for the New York Times and he was stationed out here in the Bay Area working on tech, but he's also in love with the A's, in love with the Coliseum. And he felt that there was a charm and a beauty to the Coliseum and that needed to be said, needed to be honored. So he wrote a beautiful um, piece on the Oakland Coliseum and he was comparing to other stadiums where other stadiums are like a cocktail lounge and the Oakland Coliseum's like a dive bar. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, kind of like baseball's last dive bar to where it's like, yes, it's, it's, it's run down. It's old. It's, it's, it's ran its course. However, there's a certain charm to it that, um, that, that, not other stadiums can replicate and yeah. so we at last Eye barn as ace fans we take that and we own it and that's what we did we saw that and i saw that line and that just that line stood out to me so i contacted jack and i said hey jack can we make a banner out of this and he was like yeah sure so um oakland green man i think he made it on a bed sheet but we were working on it, an actual vinyl banner and 209 tacos he's one of the other two members with me and ace fans
12: yeah yeah
11: so, so Carl is ace fan design. So he, he didn't come into the fold yet. So it was just me and Paul at the time. And we were going back and forth like, what can we do as a banner? And we were thinking bar. Like I was thinking bar. Okay, how can we put ace players in a bar? And he was driving one day and he, and he um, thought of an Elvis poster, an old weathered Elvis poster on a wall. And he said, I got it. Let's just put the Coliseum. We'll take off all the insignias. Let's put the Coliseum on a shirt and just put that line on there. And then the rest was history. We've donated upwards of like, Seventy, you know, seventy thousand dollars in less than two years time, and mm-hmm. this is with the pandemic and everything. And we've worked with uh, individual players, charities. Um, obviously, the Ace Community Fund. And basically, what we do is every um, we do like little mini campaigns on certain things. And I always save whatever the partner of the game is, their affiliated charities of the Ace, um, um, the Ace Community Fund. And so we'll build campaigns around those charities um or around current events around uh things that are going on with the the players of the team um and and we've gone so far as to getting licensing with like starling Marte uh to do his collection to celebrate his 20 stolen bases in two leagues, and we could you know use his name so it's like crazy how far it's transcended into an actual like brand that people are wearing i mean we had people in australia buy our shirt um in canada and uk so it's really taken on a life of its own but it's really not necessarily us it's just the embodiment of a's culture a's fandom the tradition the nostalgia and so baseball's last dive bar is bigger than us i mean it means something to everybody it's like what does The Coliseum and going to games mean to you and your family, and so we try to hit on that stuff, like we did the 1968 license plate, the year the stadium opened, and driving to the Coliseum. And the proceeds that we raised for that will go to SOS Meals on Wheels in Oakland and Alameda, and so those funds will go to help um, providing meals to the elderly within the East Bay, Mm -hmm. and they provide over 180,000 meals a year. So it's kind of cool to like get to know these charities that are in the community, um, get to know who's behind them, and then just you know, the, the, being able to like, you know, pass a check over, it means a lot.
12: Yeah. And sorry. I get,
11: no, I get emotional. No, please,
12: please don't <laughs> it apologize. It's, it's really, yeah. I, and I, that's what I was it, actually getting It's so it's much bigger, bigger than, than baseball, baseball. And I wanted to show, I, I hope you guys could ever understand, like Brian is, he walks the, the walk, he talks the talk and he's genuine. Like you said, I, I think about Tony Kent. <laughs> I think about Tony Kemp a lot with when it compares to you, because I have to remind myself that Tony Kemp is actually a baseball player because he's such a good man. Cause he's such a good man. Yeah. And, and that's what it reminds me of you. Like I, you know, you're a good guy. You genuinely, you mean what you say you're legit. And you know, there needs to be more Brian Johansson's out in this, <laughs> in this world. And I, and I genuinely mean, it. and I love that you're putting baseball on the map. And, you know, like I said, you make me feel so happy to do my job and knowing that you're there every night is is dope as well. And, and, you know, you're, you're a good dad, a good husband, all the things. So I know that's totally whatever, but, you know, and I really appreciate yeah. you stopping by today. It's been awesome.
11: Definitely. And, and, and Tony that started off. I just, I personally donated a hundred bucks to his, his, uh, you know, with the, um, uh, one tree planted and, and the next thing, you know, we raised $8,000. Yeah.
12: Yeah. That. And so
11: that was insane. So, like Tony Kemp is on a whole nother level when it comes to philanthropy and just be, an all-around good dude. And he's got a beautiful family, beautiful, beautiful child, and so uh, you know, love Tony Kemp. Dude and you obviously know,
12: I adore well. Michelle Kemp as well. She's my absolute favorite.
11: <laughs> yeah, so. she's she's so awesome, man. And getting to know the players and some of their, you know, uh, like Chris Bassett. What Chris Bassett did to to last eye bar was just amazing and really oh, yeah. it was jessica bassett she bought the shirt oh yeah and she bought for the wedding as well and and next thing you know they're wearing the t-shirt and chris Bassett's on the post game, and it was like oh my god so like what that did for us and what we were able to do for the community as a result of that that was just monumental in the whole dive bar uh you know
8: story
12: yeah and and it's definitely still resonating me i actually have some last dive bar stuff all around my room and i'm very <laughs> thankful for it yeah. but You you
11: actually framed, you actually framed
12: it, right? I did. It's in my mom, one of them's in my mom's guest room that I use sometimes when I'm on the road visiting her. So it's definitely always a part of it. And it's great because I have a backdrop for when I do stuff on the road.
3: And they now have the Just Make It Happen Chris Townsend shirt. I love it. Go to lastdivebar.com. Up next, this is really good. Where are they now? Rajay Davis, Rajay Davis, With Vince Catronio, you're really going to enjoy it right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron.
13: Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best The power of their data wasabi, another Boston based championship team.
9: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track, all wheel drive,
11: and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild, conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call
9: 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
14: Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente.
8: backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA.
6: I'll ring you up in a second. Kim, can you see if we have more acid wash? Desmona's thrift store is the spot for killer vintage finds. Oh, that looks fabulous on you. Hey, can you do the register? But her sales clerk situation feels pretty threadbare. Oh, uh, yeah, let me clear out that fitting room. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit indeed.com credit. Terms and conditions apply.
7: This is A's Total Access.
0: He went from a 38th round pick borrowing gas money just to get to a pre-draft workout to a 14-year major league career with over 1,100 hits and 400 steals. This episode of Where Are They Now? visits with outfielder Raj A. Davis, whose pro career started with the Pirates and moved to the Giants, but it was Oakland who opened the door. A's actually gave me a great
15: opportunity. I, was, I had just got released or um, put on waivers from um, the Giants, and so that was in a really low point in my career. And when I got that call from Billy Bean, um, it was like new life for me. It was at a low point in my career, and when I got that call from Billy Bean, um, letting me know that you know I just got picked up. By the, by the A's it was like a new breath of fresh air um, for me because I had been home you know kind of pouting and, and crying and doing all that stuff because I just got re- released for the first time and that was a uh, I was a really down and a low moment but to get that call three days later um, brought new life and that was one thing I didn't want to experience for the rest of my life
0: Rajay joined the A's in 2008 played there until 2010. Left for stops in Toronto, Detroit, Cleveland, back to the A's in 17, and eventually finished with the Mets in 2019. It was in Oakland that Davis was able to take advantage of an opportunity.
15: When I initially came, I was I was there just to play against left-handed pitchers, and my goal was to you know to, to be that everyday um, player. And um, you know, Oakland gave me an opportunity to just play right at the major league level and and, and really prove myself. and the thing is you know what i did uh to 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 my credit was stay healthy enough to be um, ready when other players went down when other players got hurt when other players got injured and so um, taking advantage of those opportunities um, um is was the key for me just being ready
0: rajay is 66 on the all-time stolen base list for Major League Baseball with 415, in part because of time spent with the man of steel. And he explains the conversations he had with the great Ricky Henderson.
15: I was fortunate enough to have a foundation coming up through the minor league system. I stole over 20 bases, or 200 bases in in the minor leagues. Um, But in the big leagues, when when I got to the big leagues, it was a real challenge because now I was faced with uh, analytics, you know analytics and analytics um, suggested that, you know, I don't run, right? And so I have been this player my whole career and, um, you know, changing that, my DNA was not in, was not in my future. I, I was not about to change. And and so when I talked with Ricky Henderson um, concerning, you know, stealing bases, he was like, Raj, he, he gave me some great advice. <laughs> As only Ricky can. <laughs> Raj, hey, you know sometimes, hey, you just gotta go, and he get and he have these great, great, great excuses. Hey, I, you know, I thought you, you know, said stop, you know, stop where, stop at second base. That's the next base, you know, you know, just like these these funny, um, suggested that he would have. But you know, hey, he 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 told me, hey, you, you might just have to go, but you 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 gotta be safe. He's gonna make sure you are safe, you know. And so I, I tried that, and, and I was safe. And then the, the manager was still coming in and try to, you know, um, you know, discipline me. But you know, those those that his his words were encouraging for me because um, that I was at the point where I hadn't really established myself at the major level and stealing bases. And for him to say that, knowing I could do it, you know, um, it, it really meant a lot and helped me to. Continue to push and and to make it a thing.
0: There's a drive by Davis, well back in the left, turning as Crawford. This game is tied. Rajay Davis off the bench with a home run, his second of the year. And we start all over at two. The late insertion in the lineup comes back to bite the Rays in the backside,
2: And with the bases loaded, here's the 1-0 pitch to Davis and Rajay, a drive right center up the alley. That might be a three-base hit. One run is in, two runs are in. Powell's to third, they're gonna try to score him. Here's the relay throw to the plate. It dies on the grass, Rajay Davis clears the bases with a three-base
0: hit to right center field as the Athletics have a huge bottom of the first. It is to 5-1 Oakland. Davis's career, spanning 14 years, happened with the foundation in the green and gold.
15: In Oakland, I was able to be myself, so I, I, I played my game. My game was, you know, hitting line drives um, and stealing a lot of bases. You know, and I was able to, you know, uh, drive the ball to right field. Right, so that was my game. That's when I was at my best. I could, I could hit for a higher average at that point. I can get on base, um, and you know, I was able to play my game. Um, And and that's what I learned in in, in Oakland, just playing, being who I am, you know, and and playing that kind of game.
0: Part of Rajay Davis's mission now is as a liaison between the league office and the clubhouse, keeping the lines of communication open.
15: One of the things is really um, just kind of bridging the gap um, with uh, building relationships throughout uh, Major League Baseball, um, player personnel, um, on staff, and and really uh, being a, a, a face, you know, um, you know, and you know, really showing up at the ballparks and you know letting guys know um, what MLB is doing with their marketing team and you know how guys can help um, their their own brands um, with um, uh, Major League Baseball and working with together with uh, the players kind of promoting themselves to help really grow the game. I think that that's the most. Um, uh, significant thing that I, that I that I'm doing is trying to um, bring more awareness to what MLB has available as resources um, to to really give to to players.
0: He has also worked at the MLB Amateur Combine in San Diego and the Breakthrough Games in Vero Beach as a coach, opening doors with the African American community in baseball. To hear the entire interview, including hitting a grand slam off Sean Doolittle and the magic moment in the 2016 World Series, go to athletics.com slash acecast. The Coliseum has gone by many
2: names, but none better than the Last Die Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Die Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Die Bar is the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at LastDieBar.com or follow them on social media at Last Die Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to LastDieBar.com. That's Last Dive Bar.
4: Connect of Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu slash impact.
7: Your home after a long day, preparing dinner when...
6: What's that? It smells like rotten eggs.
7: That might be a natural gas leak.
6: It can't be. We don't have any natural gas appliances.
7: Even if you don't use natural gas, that rotten egg odor could be a sign of a leak in your neighborhood because gas lines can be buried anywhere.
6: Shut up.
7: No, speak up. If you ever suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas.
14: Thanks, Deep Voice Narrator.
7: You're very welcome.
0: And he swings and flies one to right. Deep in the corner. Marisna giving chase at the wall. And out it goes for Jed Lowry.
1: A's Cast is your 24-7 destination for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's Cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Chris Townsend. Presented by Chevron.
3: Time now for the stat of the day brought to you by Mechanics Bank and Julio Rodriguez. This kid, God, he is on fire fire he has homered in back-to-back games he's got five home runs and 13 runs scored in his last 10 he's on pace for 27 dingers and 39 steals we haven't seen that since mike trout so slow him down and time now for the injury report brought to you by kaiser permanente remind you to stay safe stay positive and stay healthy visit kp.org today steven piscotti just a day off he is fine up next part two of dave cavill right here on a's total access
7: This is A's Total Access.
3: The president of the Oakland Athletics, Dave Cavill, stopped by A's Cast Live, part two of our conversation. And we're talking about the Oakland City Council and if he's able to talk to members individually. So
8: we talked to them, we talked to the mayor, we talk to the staff. I mean, I had several calls with the mayor today. There's negotiations happening every day. And, you know, we have the city negotiating team as well, we have our internal team like there is a tremendous amount of work being done and we're very close on a development agreement, but I'm more worried about not scheduling the vote in time. I think the process could trip us up here in an election year and especially if it gets scheduled in the lame duck session, that really scares me because once the election occurs, if then we take a vote three weeks later around Thanksgiving, it'll be like, well, Shouldn't we have the new council vote on this? Oh. You already hear it. I'm telling you right now, that is going to happen. So we can't let ourselves fall into that trap. We need a vote in September or October. And that is really the course that I think we need to pursue.
3: And I have the people who call the postgame show all the time and say to me, well, it was supposed to be all rooted about Oakland. I said, it was, but if you stayed there, they would keep pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing it back, and that's why the organization has to have leverage and the organization has to have talks with somebody else in Las Vegas. If you just said rooted in Oakland and and didn't have leverage, who knows if a vote would ever even happen, right? Well, we tried that
8: and we couldn't get a single binding vote. Like that was that was attempted and a lot of time and effort went into that. And I think MLB as well as us felt that like one, we were running out of time too. you know, like remember, like our current facility is not so great. You know, it's like 10 years past its useful life. You know, I we got the vote yesterday and then I went out after I did all my media and I went outside and I go through the arena and boom, guess what I saw a bunch of feral cats (laughs) just hanging out. And so like the, the place obviously has a lot of charm. People have a lot of great memories there, but Uh, we need a new home and we have to get this done really immediately.
3: And then, yep. As you're going to say, there's a parallel project. What's going on with Las Vegas?
8: Oh, we're making great progress there too. We're down to a handful of sites in the resort corridor. We have weekly meetings like nine to seven on Tuesdays going through the design Uh, We're looking at different options for retractable domes that are pretty awesome. And the locations are really iconic. So there is a plan there that can work for the A's or for major league baseball. And it has its own momentum and speed to it. And if Oakland can't on its path, make the progress, you know, at some point we we're going to have to have a place to play Tony. And so that's just the stark reality of this. And, you know, I know it's hard for our fans to deal with the roller coaster that this is, but we have to bring this to a resolution. It's gone on this 25 years it's been going on.
3: And there's a lot of people waiting on it because I've been doing some TV with Dave Stewart. So we sit around for three hours watching the game and I've talked to him so much about all the great work that they've done in Nashville. And it's it's a lot of what you've been doing here in Oakland and Dave Stewart and his group, they're sitting, they're ready to rock. They're sitting there waiting and the commissioner's waiting on Oakland and Tampa. And once he can get Oakland and Tampa done, then he can announce Nashville and whatever. Cause we know they want to expand to 32 teams. So this is, this is, this is Oakland and this is other places. Everybody's like, let's go, right? Everybody in baseball it, wants to start making some announcements.
8: It's a domino effect. And I think it's important for the league to continue to grow. I saw that when I was in major league soccer, adding the new franchises in the new markets created a storyline. It was interesting. It created new fans and new brands and excitement. And so that that's needed and that attracts younger people too to the sport. And so these are all really important strategic objectives at the major league level that I know the commissioner and his staff are advocating. And so Yes, people are waiting. It's time for a decision. The time is now for a vote.
3: You know, I think that, you know, in business, you know, you want to be able to look yourself in the mirror and say you've done everything you possibly could do. And we talk about this all the time on the show. You look at the other executives from the other franchises that were here and uh, the work that they may have done, may not have done, led their franchises out of town. I think there is no question that every single night you can look yourself in the mirror knowing you, you're doing everything you can to try and make this happen in Oakland.
8: We, we, we are pushing as hard as we can. Financially, we're spending millions of dollars a month. We have an incredible team of people stood up to make this happen. You know, I'm working you know as every waking hour to try to make this happen. And I know it's frustrating for our fans because it hasn't occurred yet. And it just seems like it's taking forever. But we are actually as close as we've ever been. And if we can actually get this thing scheduled before Libby leaves office, we might have a shot of of pulling everything off, which would just be – it would be incredible. I mean, the waterfront vision, the stadium, the ballpark village, Jack London Square, the rooftop park. I mean, this thing is – it's iconic building. Amazing.
3: Well, no matter what, failure is not an option. Plan A.
8: You're the ace. We only have Plan A.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're the best, Dave. Congratulations on the vote yesterday, and we're going to be paying close attention to what's coming up because uh, you could say right that this is the most important year in the history of the Oakland Athletics.
8: There's been no more consequential moment, and so it's all kind of on the line right now. And uh, you know, we we got through a critical hurdle yesterday, but we have the next one is the tallest solo climb.
3: Be well, and we'll talk soon. Happy 4th. If you didn't hear the entire interview, we're going to put it as one of our podcasts. It's called The Build, where I interview Dave. You'll be able to hear it on A's Cast. Up next, Scott Emerson and Ken Korak right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron.
6: Red, white, blue, and baseball, too. You won't want to miss 4th of July fireworks after the A's game on July 4th.
2: And the pitch is swung on. Hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield going back
6: at the track, over his head. And over the wall! Do you believe that? Come see your A's take on the Toronto Blue Jays, then head down to the field to watch the post-game fireworks show. Tickets start started, just $15. Find your seats at athletics.com. Don't miss the A's July 4th post-game fireworks show presented by 7UP.
4: You know when you see a great deal on a phone and then you find out it's not for you? Not at Verizon.
10: They just gave us all a new iPhone 13. So we both got the same great deal. Yep. Get
4: iPhone 13 on us with select trade-in and 5G unlimited plans for every customer, current, new, everyone to show the love only from Verizon, $799 and 99 cents, 128 gigabytes only device payment purchase with new or upgrade smartphone line required. Less up to $800 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months, 0% APR trading conditions apply.
7: This is A's total access.
4: On a Friday in
2: Seattle, it's game two of the four game set. The A's and the Mariners and Scott Emerson is with us, of course, the A's pitching coach. And last night we saw the second major league start for the right-hander, Adrian Martinez. What were your thoughts? I mean, his first start in Detroit was great on May 10th, maybe not so great last night.
16: Well, you know, you saw some flashes of what he can do. You know, he's got a good fastball. He moves his baseball around. He's got a devastating changeup. So, uh, you know, right now it's just getting him to repeat that delivery. Um... Execute a breaking ball and when, when you can repeat your delivery it makes all your pitches that much better So that's the one thing we'll really focus on you know, he bails out hard a little bit and uh, Towards the uh, first base side and doesn't finish you know squared up to the plate So uh, you know, I, I equate that to like a boxer throwing a hook and then getting off balance and then the, the uh, Opposing boxer being able to to uh, you know to score a couple of hits yeah. on you so you know when you bail out hard to the left You know, obviously the quickest point from one point to another is a straight line. So as you're bailing out, that extension rate's going to lessen that feel out in front. So that's some of the things uh, we can go into the bullpen and work towards our next start with.
2: Do you think Martinez has the weapons to allow him to stay up in the big leagues for a long time?
16: You know, I think you know you know when you have a really good changeup and feel for a changeup, yes, because you know you know my favorite saying: hitting's timing, pitching's disruption of timing, and he's got that changeup. So now it's about getting those other pieces, uh, mastering that delivery, uh, mastering that uh, fastball command, and getting a, a breaking ball that can play for him so he can get some more swing and miss.
2: Okay, speaking of changeups, wanted to ask you about Domingo Acevedo. He's had a really good road trip for the A's, and he's been in the top five in the American League in appearances all year. For the first three or four weeks of the season, I was thinking he was strictly fastball change but he has a good slider that, to me, Emo, looks like a changeup. How do you look at it?
16: Yeah, you know, uh, same thing kind of with Adrian. He bails out a little bit to the left, and it's kind of hard to really spin that that breaking ball. But, uh, you know, he spins it, and it kind of goes down. You know, sometimes you look at it with the naked eye. It looks more like a split finger, where the changeup's kind of coming back towards the right-hander, and the slider's just kind of moving down towards the right-hander, maybe not breaking as much from right to left but it's going down and that's what gives the hitters uh, trouble. And, you know, when you bail out like he does as well, that extension rate uh, doesn't get out there as much, but that is uh, useful when you're throwing a changeup.
2: You know, Emo, last night in the second inning, we had a a near scary moment when Sean Murphy hit a ball up the middle that was 106.4 miles an hour off the bat. Logan Gilbert, the Mariner pitcher, maybe on a self-defense, made a great catch on the ball. When you were pitching, did you have many scary moments like that?
16: Yeah, actually, Vladimir Guerrero uh, hit one in Double A off my off my knee one time. Yeah, <laughs> I threw a pitch down and in. I didn't think he'd swing, and next thing I know, I'm pretty much laying on the ground, and, and he uh, hit a uh, rocket right off my knee. Yeah, always a, a tough situation. You always would like your pitchers to you know throw a baseball and then become that that position player and being a good fielding position you know nowadays you know with the velocity being taught at the youth level a lot of guys are bailing out and you know using the whole entire body with a max effort throw and really not putting themselves in the best position to field baseballs in spring training it's hard to train we do use these soft type of baseballs and hit real hard comebackers at the guys to help with their reflexes but you know it's all a defense mechanism you know by the time you throw it and boom it's right back at you
2: How do you try to bridge that, then, with your pitchers, the desire to, like you said, I mean, velocity is so important, of course, even maybe more so now, to have the delivery maybe where you you tend to fall off the mound, trying to get that max effort, but also try to avoid getting hurt.
16: Well, you know, I always like to stick to those Five basic elements of pitching that we talk about here, and that's location changes, speeds, movement, effort level, and velocity. Last, you know, at the big league level, hitters don't care how hard you're throwing. Once they get in there and they start timing your pitches up, uh, they care about where it's going. You know, can this guy locate? Can he locate a fastball up and in? Can he locate a fastball down in the way? And can he play his breaking ball at the bottom of the zone? And can he expand with it? So those are the things we still try to preach, and part of that is having a good, repeatable, solid delivery, and most of that is, you know, staying on
2: what are your hopes for James Caprillion tonight yeah
16: you know, I hope you know James come out and, and battle like he does you know he's a great competitor you know and that's the one thing I always ask our guys you know you may not have your best stuff each and every night but you can always come out and battle and compete and that's what I look forward to watching James pitch tonight
2: last couple of games been better for him
16: yeah he's feeling a lot better you know he had that tough start at the, the beginning of the year with, with with no spring training and then uh kind of getting in the groove early, so uh, I, I'm hoping each and every start is, is is better and better the rest of the way out.
2: Okay, Townie, that's Scott Emerson, and we'll kick things back over to you.
3: Well, that's got me fired up. Let's go. Game two of the four-game set, little Friday night from Seattle. It's A's baseball next, and I'll talk to you after the ball game.
7: You're home after a long day, preparing dinner when...
14: Ew!
6: What's that? It smells like rotten eggs.
7: That might be a natural gas leak.
6: It can't be. We don't have any natural gas appliances.
7: Even if you don't use natural gas, that rotten egg odor could be a sign of a leak in your neighborhood because gas lines can be buried anywhere.
14: Shut up.
7: No, speak up. If you ever suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas.
14: Thanks, Deep Voice narrator.
7: You're very welcome.